yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers. Are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off The Mat Podcast. Each week, your host, Jessica Cross, dives into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take your business from A to B and have some fun along the way. Grab some tea and pull up a seat. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to Marketing Off the Mat. It's Jess, and I'm so glad that you're here. So today we're talking about something a little different. And I think I hear a lot of consultants or folks that are mentoring teachers out there talking about their yoga studios and why they have a yoga studio or why they had one. And I thought it'd be interesting to talk a little bit about why I didn't open a yoga studio and why and how you can build a business to fit your life. So, all right. So yoga studio ownership, it's the dream of so many teachers and it really was mine for a time. So why didn't I open one? Why am I glad about it? (laughs) I'm so excited to share that with you today. So uh, this is around the 2017 2016, 2017 timeframe, I'd been out of teacher training, you know, around a year or so. And I attempted to open a yoga studio in a few different ways. I was looking at building my own brand, building a small boutique yoga studio. I looked at buying an existing yoga studio and even a franchise. And after trying and crunching the numbers, looking at SBA, SBA loans, getting approved, looking at floor plans, talking to uh, construction and, uh, you know, different real estate developers, like trying to make this thing happen. I ended up abandoning the idea that I would own a yoga business as a studio. So yoga studio was not in the works for me. (laughs) Um, and I didn't know it at the time because as that decision had been made, it was actually kind of felt a lot of a, a lot of loss. Like I thought, oh, you know, this is the only way that I'm ever going to make this a thing, quote unquote. And I was, you know, feeling really, really down on myself. But at the time, I wish I'd known that it was actually the best thing that I actually could have done for myself and my business. And so why is that? The yoga studio ownership model is a wonderful one. And I absolutely love studios. I teach at one. I'm friends with studio owners and I you know, know the ins and outs, but yoga studio ownership isn't aligned with how I want to live my life or run my business. And I didn't know that in you know those exact terms that I just described, but there was some sort of inkling in the back of my mind saying, mm, you know, do I really want a seven day a week business? As I was moving from a you know minimum 50 hour a week corporate job, was that something that I really wanted to be a part of? Did I really want to be the person when the toilet's clogged that people are calling me? Do I you know really want to be at the front desk at 6:15 for the 6:30 a.m. classes, you know, five days a week? You know, do I really want to be on call, always the one who's subbing when people can't um, you know, step up and sub if that's needed or you know, obviously all the customer service that comes with owning a studio. I, I'm really, really glad that that didn't end up working out for me. Um, and I wish that 
you know, I had known a little bit more about this about myself in in these these terms, like clear terms that I'm I'm describing to you right now. And while I don't regret any of that process because I think it has informed you know, my understanding of, you know, just how difficult it is to own a yoga studio and how thankless it can be at times and also how beautiful it can be at times. I, if I had known that a little bit sooner, I, who knows where I would have been (laughs) as far as like where, uh, you know, my, my business could be. So if I had known a little bit sooner that yoga studio ownership didn't align with my vision, I I might've saved myself a little bit of heartache, um, as well as some of those lessons. So, you know, of course, you know, everything is, everything like this, I think happens for a reason. So we take lessons and we take learnings with us. Um, so if I had known in, in really specific terms, like how I want, wanted my business to fit my life, I, you know, might've made some different choices. And I'm so glad that that didn't end up working out because I got more clear over the years, um, you know, building, uh, sound for stress and my other previous businesses, in addition to, uh, this podcast and, you know, my consulting businesses, I learned so much about myself and what I like and what I enjoy. And in contrast to what yoga studio ownership would have looked like for me, I know it is completely different. So today I wanted to share um, a few tips on how to build a business that fits your life. And, you know, if you're going through this process, maybe you've, you know, just exited your first teacher training or you're looking to pivot into another version of your business, another season of your business, this could be a really helpful exercise that I wish I had when I was going through, you know, the previous phases of my businesses. So I thought I would share it with you today. Um, So if you're driving, you can do this later. If you're near a pen and paper and maybe a cup of tea, this is a, a short little exercise that you might do to help get clear on how you want your business to fit your life in this season. And just, I want to be really clear because our lives meander as we move on the path, you know, our needs are going to change, you know, it may be very soon. It may be in a decade. We don't know, but we want to look at it from you know this season. Like what, what is the business that you want to build right now? Or how do you want to mold and shift your existing business into something that supports you today? So, all right. If you have your pen and paper, or if you're driving and you're just listening along, let's, let's dive into these. So I'd love for you to take some time to write down what excites you the most about this phase in entrepreneurship. Is it the idea of you know problem solving and figuring out how to solve an solve an issue for your student base or how to um, put together a brand or create a product or figure out corporate one-to-one yoga, figure out corporate group yoga. What are those, what are the things that you're so excited to figure out? Write those things down. It might be several things and don't edit yourself. Just continue to write these things down and, you know, check, check out your list. And then when you're ready, you can move on to the next question. So what kind of environment do you thrive in? What kind of environment makes you thrive? So if it's, you know, the one-to-one in-person environment, do you like to be in a group setting? Do you like to be behind the scenes? Are you, uh, you know, more of a 
uh, we'll use introvert because that's such a widely known term, but do you like to be, you know, kind of working off to the side, you know, maybe you poke your head out every now and then, and uh, you have a few classes perhaps, but you're more, you know, more behind the scenes and, uh, you know, more behind your screen. Is that your, is that your jam? Do you thrive there? Figure out what type of environments that you thrive in. And if you're not exactly sure, you might even distill it down just a little bit further. You know, do you like teaching in-person classes? Do you prefer to teach Zoom yoga? Do you want to build a evergreen course and market? And that's where you spend a lot of your time. Figure out what kind of environment you thrive in. And then for the third point, so the next question, number three, how do you recharge? How do you recharge your batteries? Is it in community? Being in community, having you know conversations over tea, after class, or is it, you know, connecting in a monthly setting with yogis from all over the world where, you know, you might not be physically connected, but you're actually connecting with sources of light all over the globe on a similar subject, you know, with, with connected hearts. Like, is that something that helps you feel recharged? Is it being able to step away at any point and not worry about needing to unclog the toilet? (laughs) or who's at the front desk? Um, Do you recharge when you get to be out in nature or just taking some time whenever you decide to disconnect? How do you recharge? So once you get clear on that, we can move on to number four. And our final question, how how does this idea or these ideas align with your current life? How do these ideas align with your current life? Maybe circle things. These things could actually fit in with your current life. So maybe if you look at your previous questions, you know, what excites you the most? How does that align with your current life? What kind of environment do you thrive in? How does that align with your current life? Is this the environment that you're in right now? Or is this an environment that you seek to be in? And how do you recharge? Is this aligned? So look for those three questions. Look for the trends there. Maybe circle them and you might start a new little section or create a little circle in the bottom corner of your page and, you know, write the thing that excites you together, write the kind of an environment in which you thrive and then how you recharge, you know, maybe create a little bubble of these three things and see what type of business would align with these three points. Is it, you know, building a retreat business? Is it starting a podcast? Is it, you know, doing Zoom yoga? Is it building a studio? What are those things that could align with these three attributes that you've just created or you've just clarified rather on paper. See what what pops up. I love to try this exercise on at different times of the year or as I'm thinking of, you know, new ideas, I'm getting inspired about something that, um, you know, has kind of popped up and maybe something I want to try. And I look at this, you know, this idea through this lens and see you know, how are these business models kind of fitting the, the, you know, the reality of the way that I move through the world or how I want to move through the world. So you could look at it for a yoga studio, as we talked about, if you're looking to become a digital nomad and you want to, you know, live in India for three months and then travel to Canada or spend some time in Mexico or, you know, different part of the U.S. Like, how does this align with how you move through the world? I think you're going to find a lot here, like spending some time, just really spending the time 
as I just said, <laughs> as writing these things down and getting clear on how, how it is that you move through the world. And it, I think it kind of helps remove the noise and maybe some of the glamour of, you know, thinking these, you know, owning a yoga studio is the only way or having an online membership is the only way because there's so many different ways and different layers that you can bring in. It might be pieces and parts of these things uh, that build your unique business and serve in a way where you feel excited that, you know, even though at the end of the day, it's still going to be work, you know, a year from now, five years from now, it's still going to be work. Like, what are the things that are going to excite you? What are the things that are going to align with your life and how you actually recharge and recenter so you can continue to teach? That's the kind of business that I want you to build. And it's not because, you know, studio ownership isn't for anybody or that's an outdated model. Absolutely not. There's a lot of independent and large yoga studio businesses that are doing incredible. So maybe that's for you. But now, like as you're starting to consider these things, I would love it if you did this exercise and then sent me a DM. I would love to know what you uncovered. Was it helpful? Did something surprise you? Or maybe was it exactly aligned with the direction that you're headed? So I'd love to know more. You can send me a DM on Instagram. It's at jessicacross.co. Tell me what you uncovered. I'm so curious. But anyway, I hope that this episode served you and I hope that it kind of you know, opens uh, your eyes and maybe takes a little peek around the curtain of how people build businesses in current phase that they're in. And then maybe how this, how this could inform, you know, future seasons and phases of your life and in your business, because we want you teaching for a really long time. We want you feeling supported and recharged and rejuvenated so that you can serve the people out there who need you to show up. So. Thanks again for showing up today. I hope that this episode supported you and I can't wait to hear what you uncover. Catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Mat podcast and give yourself some gratitude for taking action in your wellness business journey. Please share this episode with someone you know who could use a fresh dose of inspiration. And we'd be thrilled if you would rate, review, and subscribe to Marketing Off The Mat on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to share an idea with Jessica? DM her at jessicacross.co on Instagram to continue the conversation or find out how she can help you take the next right step in your business. Until next time, stay inspired and keep showing up.